Good morning, Los Angeles. It's a scorching day now, Southland, with a top of 55 and a low of 33. And I was just listening to the game. Um, this old track came on. And it just sounds so cool when those American people, they said, like, like, wait, hold on, let me. Damn, it's hot out here. Anyways, um, you know, I really truly believe that I'm not even Australian till I leave Australia. You know what I mean? Like when you're out and about, like quick example, um, these maintenance guys that I met, they came from the country and I was like, damn, you guys sound so Australian. You know, like the typical, they had like the, the country music playing, but like American country was like, you know what I mean? And I was like, wow, you guys are really country. And if you went overseas, people would be like, wow, that's Australian. If anybody follows that brown cardigan Instagram page, then you guys know what these real Aussies look like. Anyway, so I consider myself to like barely be Australian. You know, I don't even sound Aussie, blah, blah, blah. And then I go overseas and people are like, oh my God, you're so Australian. Oi, what are you saying? What are you saying? You're Australian, yeah? A proper scousers, lad, you know? And then, like, the the Americans and all them, they're like, oh, my God, Australian, no way. So I feel like when you're here, you don't realize how Australian you sound till you go overseas. Um, Yeah, but I remember going overseas and then coming back, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I sound super Australian. And then you come across, like, a real Aussie Aussie, and you're like, yeah, no. Speaking of Aussie culture, you know, I was uh, walking down to Woolworths, and my Woolworths, my local Woolworths is in like a, um, not like a shopping center. It's in like a little, you know, sometimes there's standalone Woolworths and sometimes there's Woolies with like, you know, there will be just the center will be like chemist warehouse, a butcher, um, the news agency, maybe like one or two restaurants. One of those, like a little complex type thing. Anyways, I get there and you, and I see these three women, um, in the middle of the, like, complex like in front of Woolies and they're singing like you know on the third day of Christmas and I'm like what the fuck it just threw me back to primary school like if you ever went to like a Catholic primary school or Christian primary school they'd be like and I'm like bro you doing community service or some shit like how did you get this gig like how did you round up two of your mates or like do you guys know each other like what you were just like oh what are you doing this Saturday oh well you want to come sing in the fucking shopping center. Like, how did that conversation even come about? And I'm just, like, laughing. I walk past. You know, there's, like, some kids there. Uh, the parents are there with their kids. And they're like, bah, 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 bah. and I'm like, whatever. Like, cute at the end of the day, right? I do my um, Woolies grocery shopping, whatever. Check out. And I come out. And now they're at, like, the entrance. Like, so you've walked out of Woolies. And now there's the entrance to the actual complex shopping center. Uh, and they're there just fucking harassing civilians, you know. Um, I think the the song was like, A heart's on fire in the name of Jesus. Heart's on fire. I'm like, oh, shut up, bro. Like, everyone already knows who Jesus is. Doesn't matter where you're from. Doesn't matter if you're, you know, Muslim, Hindu, Sikh, a Jew, whatever. You know, like, everyone knows who jesus is even if you're atheist like you know so this whole like spreading the word of jesus hearts on fire everyone's just walking past ignoring you like isn't that 
the lowest bit embarrassing. And, and who knows, maybe they're training to be nuns. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the whole thing. Um, but it's just so like, everyone's just fake, not like acting like they don't even see you. And it's so weird how like you're just down for, to do that. Surely they don't get paid for that. Cause if they're getting paid, I want to know what the rate is. Um, regardless, even if it's good, even if it's $50 an hour, I wouldn't do that shit. Maybe. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But anyways, you know, who's even faker than that security guards. Security guards be doing the, the fakest laugh and smile or like the happy to see you face when they like know you. You know what I mean? Like you ever, well, you ever been in line? Um, it doesn't matter what place it is, really just any security guard. But like, especially out at like a, a, like, you know, we've all, we've all seen like a big line for a club, even if you're just driving by and there's the security guards at the front and they spot someone they know or somebody spots them because, you know, they're trying to get in for free or whatever the situ is there. Um, like they see someone there. Oh, buddy, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, 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 sick, bro. Yeah, where you been? Yeah, man, just working. Blah blah blah. Yeah, man. Oh, having the night of my life. Like, bro, shut up, bro. We all know you're bored out of your mind. There's no need to pretend. Um, you know that like you're excited to see me. I know you're gonna see me or whatever. I'm gonna go in and you, you know you do your thing. Or maybe that's why they're so excited to see you because they don't know anyone. It's just the same old, same UID. But they'd be so fake, man. Security guards be nice to, to, to one person. Fake is fucking mean to the other person. I've never really had a bad experience myself, but I've seen people um, have bad experience. Well, you always hear like, oh, so-and-so um, didn't make it in or so-and-so got beat up by security guards or so-and-so. And I'm like, damn, couldn't be me. Could not be me. Just chill out, you know. Just chill out. It's it's no it's never really that deep. It's never really that deep. And even if they are saying shit, they're usually intoxicated. So like, what does it ever matter? Speaking of chilling, I mean, who's ever even chilling these days? You know, you ask someone what do they do on the weekend? Nothing, man, just chilling. You better have just been sitting still. Like, what is? I I can't remember the last time I just chilled. Actually, I can. Maybe like two months ago before I made the transition to this whole holiday period, full-time work thing. I was just chilling at the beach. Had some music on, though, but I was just looking out to the waves. It wasn't quite summer yet. It was that transition phase. So I was just like, you know, 20 degrees hoodie on at the beach, sitting down, sunny day. Oh, it's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Um, Except when, like, you know, when you see those homeless people that, like, once in a while, stumble by and, hey, man, got a dollar, brah, spare a dollar. <laughs> You're ruining the vibe, bro. I get it. You're homeless. You're ruining the vibe there. Isn't it crazy how you can just go from homeless to, like, I mean, from working to homeless? I think I, I talked about that on a previous podcast, but to sum it up, you know, you always know that one person. It's like you ask your mom or your dad, you know, what happened to him? And it's like, oh, you know, the wife and kids and it was functioning. And then, you know, the wife left him and he just went crazy and he just went, it's like, damn, like everyone's like one or two steps away from being homeless. No, but anyways, I see homeless people and I'm like, yeah, once again, couldn't be me though. But you know, people get there so, so easily. And once again, I think I said this on another pod, but like gambling, it's crazy how many people gamble, you know, especially with like sports is the biggest thing. UFC, football, blah, blah, blah. These days you can bet on like, um, you know, like the American political, what's it called? presidential like race or whatever um but it's crazy how many people bet regularly you know I, I think I, yeah, I did say this on a previous one but you know before I started working at where I work I just yeah 
thought it was homeless people, desperate people that bet. But now every second guy I know bets on sports. You know, there's this one guy I used to work with. And we're sitting at lunch and I'm like, what are you doing on your phone, bro? Like, give it a break. And he's like, oh, no, I can't. Like, I'm betting. I'm like, you're betting right now? I was like, what are you betting on, bro? There's nothing to even bet on. And he's like, oh, I'm just betting on the dogs. The dogs? What? The dogs? Yeah, yeah, I'm just betting on the dogs. Um, I just put $2 on. And I put $2 on another one, whichever one wins. And, you know, I just put the one on with the least odds. And, and I'm like, no way. I'm like, what do you get out of that, bro? It's like two bucks. Like, what's even the point? And he's like, oh, it's just something to do. People just bet to have something to do. Ain't that crazy? You got nothing to do. But that's that's what happens when you start working those five, six days a week. You know? Your personality slowly starts to fade. Your hobbies don't have time. Then you don't. Then you lose your hobbies. Oh, yeah, I used to do this. That's what I hear a lot. I used to do this. I used to do that. Oh, yeah, I used to go to the gym. Oh, yeah, I used to play sports. Oh, yeah, I used to watch. What do you do now? Oh, I just work and you know, do a bit of betting on the side, a bit of... Better get my dopamine up, get my adrenaline up. It's crazy how that transition works. Working five, six days a week will really drain it out of you, man. And once you stop doing that, that's when your personality starts to come back because that's when your hobbies start to come back and you fill out your time, you know, because you're domesticated by work. But, I mean, that's a whole other thing. You know, here's a controversial topic that I was thinking about, talking about being domesticated. The modern diet... I can go on about it, but basically, you know, people getting fatter and ever, fatter than ever, people having more braces than ever, blah, blah, blah. Shit's going downhill. People also getting skinnier than ever, <laughs> unless, you know, famines, previous famines. But I was thinking to myself, you know, I know someone in my life, little kid, that is, you know, pretty, uh, I'd say fat, but like obese, you know, borderline obese, but fat to put it nicely. And I could help them lose weight, but it's all, you know, you got to have to help yourself. But I could help them lose weight, um, you know, morbidly. I'd say I wouldn't say morbidly, but like very unhealthy. I could help them lose weight, but the thing is they're at that stage because they're a kid where, you know, I was, okay, let's talk about, let's talk about women real quick and, and, and fat loss. You see a lot of girls whether you went to high school with them, you went to uni with them, uh, you worked with them at Macca's, you whatever. They used to be un- unhealthy, unfit, um, you know, to put it lightly. They used to be fat, whatever. Fat, ugly, which is there's nothing wrong with. If you want to live that lifestyle, live that lifestyle, man. You go do you. That's fine. But um, they used to be that and then suddenly they glowed, they glowed up, you know, like physically they glowed up. Okay, they, they lost the weight. They shed a few pounds. They started going to gym or they jumped on a juicing diet or you know, they just started fasting, blah, blah, whatever they did. X, Y, Z, they got to A, right? Whatever route they took. All's fine and well, you know, because uh, we're talking about specifically females. Then they started to wear a lot of makeup um, because obviously, like, you know, naturally how you're going to glow up, you're just, your jaw's going to start to show more, but your facial features don't change. Women, luckily, can just change it with uh, makeup and blah, blah, blah. You know, they start doing their hair, hair tutorials, blah, blah, blah. They start, they got a hair car, they dyed their hair. Um, lip fillers, you know, just the, just the, the basics, uh, lip fillers, makeup, weight loss, tight fitting clothes that they always wanted to buy. Now they can buy it. Um, their wardrobe unchanged. They're spending all that Macca's money, whatever. Um, the hair's died. Okay. Sick. 
now suddenly they go, and it depends what age range. This is this is make or break you. I swear to God, a glow up can make or break you. Because if you if you were fat your whole life, and then at sixteen you glowed up, sixteen you start getting that male attention. You never had it before, and now you're getting flooded with it. You know what? You weren't like that popular chick growing up, and you had male attention, and you know how to deal with it. And you just start, you know, talking to guys, this that. Um, the bad rep spreads, you know, because that's that's just the society we live in now. And then suddenly, you know, you're you're troubled and this and that. Now, if you delay that, and you lose the weight, and you do your glow up, and you do your lip fillers or whatever, you know, modern day glow up. If you do that now at 28. Everyone's already been through the bullshit. All the guys, are, you know, they're having their little phases of chasing women. That's already happened. So now you glow up at 28. And now there's just serious candidates out and about. Right? So you miss that whole shit and that whole attention of like, you know. So all these, this whole time in your late teens and your early 20s and your mid 20s, you wanted attention from, you know, you want a male validation. They all that want it like low key. You know, nobody says it though. Who 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 out there would be like, yeah, I just want male attention. You know, it's subconscious. Um, that's all gone now because you know everyone's kind of looking to settle down or has settled down by you know twenty eight, twenty nine, and suddenly you've glowed up. Now who's left? Serious candidates, right? I mean, that's just what I presume because I'm not in my late twenties. I'm not even in my mid twenties yet, but. Hopefully getting there soon enough, you know. The birthday's coming up, man. Let's switch topics real quick. The birthday's coming up and unlike the previous birthdays, I'd say pre-COVID, you know, going out, blah, blah, blah. I think these days just get real weird and introspective. You know, weird and more weirder and introspective than usual. I think um, just reflect. I think, damn, another year's gone by. What did I do this year? What did I really do? Am I different to the year before? Am I different to the year before? How did I get here? You know, things like that. What's the point of life? Blah, 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 blah. And it's crazy how, like, after 21, I remember I was maybe maybe 15, 15, 16, and my cousin told me she was like, um, oh, after 21, it goes downhill. I think she was turning, like, 23 at the time. And I was like, oh, what are you doing for your birthday? And she's like, ah, nothing. I'm like, what? What? Like, you know, because I'm there, like, 15, 16, like, every birthday's big. Um, she's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. I was like, why not? She's like, after 21, like, you don't really care anymore. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. And then here I am, 22, agreeing with what she said, uh, roughly seven years later, six, seven years later. It's crazy. You never really, you know, you hear the jewels drop early on, but you never pick them up till you get to that stage, you know? Real shit, man. Anyways, we'll wrap it up there. A quick one, a quick little wisdom one. Um, Y'all enjoy yourselves out in California. 25 degrees.